What's up? Welcome to another episode of Vet School Unleashed, Dissecting the DVM, where we dissect topics and issues relating to life in veterinary school. I'm your host, Dr. Seth Williams. So this is a really, really exciting episode for me because I have been a longtime fan and have long waited to talk with podcast vet creator, Dr. John Arnold. Dr. Arnold is the owner of Raintree Animal Hospital in Fort Collins, Colorado, and he is a graduate of Colorado State University School of Veterinary Medicine. So besides being a very talented clinician, an entrepreneur, and a leader, he's just an overall and all-around cool guy. John and I got the chance to sit down and have a really truly off-the-cuff conversation about our journey to veterinary medicine, life in practice, and just to share some wild and crazy stories. Now, we're splitting up the release of this episode in two parts. The first part was released on Podcast Vet just a little while ago. Be sure to check out part one on podcastavet.com or wherever you get your podcasts. So here is part two of that conversation. I hope you have as much fun listening as John and I had recording. Here is part two. So I, I'm John Arnold, podcast vet, and with me, Seth Williams, uh, vet school unleashed, uh, was a vet student, now a veterinarian. So I'm a big boy now. You are, and I, I've been trying to avoid being a big boy for you know my entire career, but uh, sometimes you just can't avoid it. Yeah, and and speaking of big boy, I, I can't help but describe like you're joining us from a, a what looks like a a small closet. Yeah, it's uh, I mean it's a very luxurious walk-in closet about three by five feet. Um, it is the best place in my house that I've figured I don't have an echo, uh, and it's already acoustically treated with hanging clothes, so uh, a DIY studio, if you will. I just figured that was a total like dad move, like the only place to uh, to hide and record something. That too, that too. Yeah, the kid just went down, so uh, it's daddy time. I'll say one thing that I've 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 realized now, being out close to, or closer to a year now than than I was. Um, I, I remember looking back in my first few months of practice and seeing some of the different ways other doctors were handling certain cases, and thinking like. Oh, that's not how we did it in vet school. So that that's probably can't be right. And I was kind of like almost, I would never say this to them, but almost in my head challenging their decision um, yeah. because it's just not the way that, that I was taught. Um, but then I, I forget if it was a po- another podcast I listened to or a book or something, but it was that there are many ways to do, to do a lot of things in veterinary medicine. There's no one right way. Um, there's pros and cons to everything, so be open to, to other ways people do things. Um, because I think at first part, I'll kind of second what you said. My my butt was clenched in terms of coming from the coming from the ivory tower and yeah. learning the gold standard. And if we didn't do that, I thought that it was not the right way of doing things. But what then you quickly learn is that in reality, a lot of things you do in a university setting is just not realistic out in the real world. Yeah. Um, so I wish I'd been more open to alternative ways of, of practicing medicine than I was in my first couple of months. Um, you know, take it as a learning experience or learning different ways people achieve success in, in, in practice. So 
that's the, that's probably the the one big thing I've, I've now thinking back on it that I, I I'm you know seeing myself of, of where I, I could have done something different. I think that's so such an important thing that you hit on because I think, and we've all seen this. Uh, you get a record from another clinic, or and you say, "Well, gosh, why did she do this? Why did he right. do this? What, you know?" And I think we have to be careful with that. Yeah, uh, totally. And remember that, you know, we are we're all on the same team. That's better in your medicine, and right. You know, we we've both talked about you know our podcast and otherwise all the all these external forces that are are hurting us, and we can't have our internal. Right forces hurting right. us too. So right, it, yeah. We um, to your point. There's there's lots of right answers. Um, there's definitely some wrong ones. I mean, if if somebody's right. given right. you know Rimadil and Pred, we're gonna have a, a nice conversation about it. But right, like, like right. A, a constructive one. Right, um, right. But uh, yeah, I think I think in general we talk around here about just you you know take a deep breath and kind of put yourself in somebody's shoes and. You know, somebody's saying that about your record probably too. So somewhere. Right. Right. So yep. uh, totally. just be a little more understanding of all of our situations. And I, I do believe all of us are trying our hardest. I really do. Yeah. 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 So, good point. What What is your, what does your wife do? She is a uh, board certified uh, surgeon, small animal and a surgical oncology fellow. Wow. Yeah, I got it in the ground floor. I got it yeah. in like way before all that, uh, yeah. before she got to be such a big deal. So did you do an internship or any any further training after vet school? I did not. I honestly, Seth, I was I, I was ready. I, I had done uh, um, undergrad. I had done a, uh, an MBA at that point. So I'd had a, a year off working at a, uh, a bank, and I'd done the whole business thing. Wow. Um, not, not for me. Uh, yep. Yep. so thank goodness for vet school. And, um, I was, I just wanted to get into practice. I knew I wanted to own a practice. I knew I wanted, yeah, I, at the time it was a small animal practice on the beach. I would surf when the waves were good and I'd see patients when they weren't. Right. That and then pretty sweet. Yeah. And then I fell in love with my wife and chased her all around the country. <laughs> <laughs> So, so give, give us the update of uh, what's happening now with, with your practice and your life. Yeah, thanks. So uh, I'm really happy right now, to be honest. Um, I can confidently say that. I, I, love the, uh, I love our team. I love our community. The best part about it, I think, is um, I've been in practice so, so long right now that I've been through the whole... So relationships are, I've learned are what's most important to me. Right. Right. Um, and so I've, I've had the puppy visit to the euthanasia visit and then seen the next puppy or kitten. Right. Right. And that is just, again, uh, it's just so cool. Yep. Yep. It's so cool. Uh, I, I can't really explain the feeling, but that you know, your kids play together. You go to the same schools. You see each other at the same restaurants. You, you're part of something bigger than you, and and you're the veterinarian, and you get to make a difference in their life. And right. You have. Right. Um, and I, I just, I just love that dynamic. I, 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 yeah. That that stuff's been really good to us. Yeah. Really good to me. 
yeah, the people part of this profession is is more special than I ever would have imagined. I knew, I mean, I I loved the people part of 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 this career, but I didn't realize how much of an influence on just daily life um, and how important it is to um, play a role in in their their lives and their animals' lives. I mean, it's really cool. So I yeah, yeah I agree with what you said. I also love owning a practice. Um, Why? Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be honest, so I can wear jeans and a hoodie in an exam room. Part of it, that's part of it. <laughs> that's, um, part of it's a, you know, I get to put my own culture on the, you right, know, right. project my own culture on it. And, you know, some people like that and some people don't. And that's, right. that's totally okay. Um, I love the... I'm a spreadsheet nerd. So I, I love looking at financial statements, working mm-hmm. backwards, creating a marketing plan, doing silly stuff like, um, like if I didn't own the practice, no, no owner would let me shut down the practice on a Saturday, have my friends who are, you know, adults who dress up as lifelike Star Wars figures <laughs> and, and come in and take pictures with your pets for a Star Wars opening. That's awesome. <laughs> like no, no owner right. in their right mind would let anybody do that right so we get to do stuff like that that's more of a extreme one but um yeah i i like uh i don't know if i like that pressure i like that responsibility i Uh like that um i like that if the nurses say they want some like they want something they can just come up and talk to me about it and nine times out of ten they'll get it right Um, right more like ninety nine thousand out of a (laughs) A hundred thousand? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Something like that. Yeah. It, yeah. But the, uh, it's, um, the financial reward. Uh, we yeah. need to be honest about that. Um, the, uh, it is not with that. You have to, speaking of trying to keep everybody happy, uh, it comes with a, a fair amount of, uh, headaches. I mean, you're putting out fires yeah. constantly. Right. Um, and not everybody is going to understand the decisions you make and, um, why you make them and uh, th- that part wears on you when people right. are upset right. at you for one reason or another. Um, right. But I wouldn't trade it. I it, the the goods are just too good. Totally. At least for me. Yeah. How long did you uh, practice as an associate before going into ownership? Yeah. I I, I guess I'll answer that in two ways. I I felt like I was ready to own a place like after year one or two. Yeah. Um, I felt like I was ready to, to take that risk and go. Um, logistically, uh, that didn't work because my wife and I were moving around. Right. So for internship right. residency. So we kind of planned for, you know, all right, well, we're going to look into ownership once we, once we kind of lay our roots down, really, when mm-hmm. she was finished in residency and, and settled. And um, so I started by, you know, a place in L.A. I loved um, I had some other not so great experiences. Um, and then, uh, you know, got into a situation where I was doing relief work, uh, okay. here in the town that I, I, I practice in and live in and went to school in, <laughs> uh, <laughs> kind of like it here. <laughs> and, uh, so I got to see kind of, you know, Hey, I would, I'd like to do that. Or I like the way this clinic does that. Or I don't like the way this clinic does that. Right. Um, right. I kind of have a you know, conversation with uh, my kid about this too, just to digress a little bit to life. But 
we talk a lot about like in life, you're going to see a lot of people do things and we say, all right, well, I see somebody doing, you know, this thing and like, yeah, I, I want to be like that. I'm going to do more like that. Or I see somebody, you know, say something or treat somebody like that and be like, yeah, I, I think I'm going to try not to be like that. So that's the kind of approach right, I took right. to uh, the different clinics. And um, then the opportunity came up where one of the places where I was reliefing at um, uh, offered me a, a full-time position and it was one of the places I really liked. So uh, that stability and that opportunity was good. Um, and then, gosh, how long from there? It wasn't long after my wife uh, got her job and we laid down our roots. Uh, I think it was probably that week that I asked the current owner to uh, go out to lunch and have a conversation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How'd that it, go? <laughs> I, you know, it's a, it, really well. Um, at that point, I was pretty established, and I was young and driven and um, doing well. And mm-hmm. um, I think it was it was a real honest and good conversation because I think it was important to get out of the hospital if anybody's trying to have that conversation with their, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, getting their foot in the ownership door. Um, get out of the hospital, go to lunch, and I, I was very... You know, we had a good relationship, so I could say, you know, hey, I'm. It's really important to me to be a, um, to be an owner of a clinic. Uh, it doesn't yeah. have to be all of it; it can be part of it. But it's really that's something that's really important to me. It's been a lifelong goal. Yeah, and I, I think it went something like, you know what? I really love where I'm at. If there's an opportunity to uh, to buy into your practice, I would would very much like that. Um, if not, uh, then. And I put a time stamp on it. Like I, then, within the next year, I will be, um, you know, in a very nice way. I, I was right, like, right. I was like, you know, this is really important to me. I'll, I'll be looking into, um, to either build or buy into a clinic. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, to his credit, he was like, yeah, let's partner up. And we'll... that's awesome. So that, it yeah. worked for him too, with timing wise, right? Because it was right. an exit strategy for right. him. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And then I bought the rest of it and then, yeah, the, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That's great. So, and I, yeah, it's, it, it's worked out really well, but ownership is not without its headaches. Don't get me wrong. No, totally. Totally. Yeah. No, but if, if I'm sure you and I are alike, but, uh, you know, I, I, sometimes I like those headaches. I mean, that yeah. part, part, put, the, put out those fires is sometimes fun, not in a fun kind of way, but, um, you know, you get, once you put the fire out, there's gratitude um, and satisfaction with doing it. I, I don't know what you know how to yeah. say it, but but there's something that that I enjoy about about that sort of thing, which it's is why I, why I yeah exactly that's yeah. a good yeah that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah, I like that. that's why that's why I want to be an owner. Yeah. What is so? What's your vision for that? Uh, similar. Um, I you know feel that my medical skills will be to where I would want them to be after 12 to 18 months of practice. Um, and my, my current practice knows that, that, that it's always been the goal of mine but becoming a veterinarian that I, that I was going to own a practice one way or the other. Yeah. Um, so they don't really know my timeline at all, but, um, 
you don't have to disclose that here. No, it's okay. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I've always been been hoping that within a few years of in, with in practice that I would either get an opportunity to buy into to a practice or just start one myself. So, yeah. um, you're starting to put some ideas to paper now, early early stages, obviously, but um, keeping my eye on the prize and. Um, I mean, I know, know, know that that's the, that's where, where my path is going, at least right now. And I've just got to figure out the way to get there and do it in a responsible manner in terms of making sure I can be confident on my own. And, um, and kind of, kind of like you, I, I, with, with my experience before vet school, not only in the, in the business side, but also in the management side of what I was doing before, um, I've always felt like if I didn't have to practice medicine, I could probably, with a steep learning curve, of course, go out and 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 operate a practice right out of vet school. Most um, definitely, yeah. It's it's the the medical side that that's the 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 factor there. So, um, again, that kind of goes into the reason why I'm so hungry to learn as much as I can in this these first two years, uh, be it medical or surgical or you know everything for that matter. So that if and when the day comes that I'm that I'm in a hospital on my own, if that's what it's going to be, that I will have have what I need in my brain to uh, to keep going and, and being successful. Is that what you envision a, a solo practice? No, no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would not. I, I would not recommend that. No, no. Those are, for no. those of you out there who do it, I mean, yeah, I, I hats mean, off to you. The, the yeah. way that I could see that that coming about is if I were to potentially buy some practice out there where there was it was a solo doctor practice the guy's getting guy or girl a woman's getting ready to retire and i buy it and it's, it's me for for six months or whatever it is yeah um so it, it would definitely be a a, a stepping stone or, or a growing an opportunity for growth yeah that's the fun uh, part yeah, yeah yeah exactly no i i'd love to be in a in a in a, in a culture like i'm in now six doctor practice busy as heck and seeing yeah. a lot of cool stuff and um you know build it building that that culture's you know something that i'm excited about but also scared about because i think that's everything in a practice so yeah. as you've kind of touched on already yeah i mean we've had times when it's good and times when it's not so good yeah and that's yeah. Uh, you know that's just kind of the way the uh, the the ocean of veterinary ownership goes right right it's never it's things are never going as great as you right. think they are when things are going great and things are never really as bad as right right <laughs> you know right. as you think they are when they're when they're not going great right so right. It, it's kind of an ebb and flow thing is what i've uh, learned through the years totally totally no I'm, I'm excited about it i'm I'm hungry still at this point so just kind of taking it day by day and again learning as much as i can so i'm, I'm ready to go if if the opportunity were to present itself you're going to be super successful i think i, I asked you this some and this was a i can't remember where this came up but uh, somebody told me that the the newer generation of vets and i don't know what that means i'm not going to put people in a box let's say yeah. people who've graduated within 5 years sure are are not as interested in ownership I have also heard that. Is that a thing? I, okay, so you've I, I heard that too. Yes. What's, there what's up with... Were, yeah, what's, uh, what is there to uh, that? 
out of my out of my class of 120, um, I could probably count on two hands people that wanted to go into ownership. Um, yeah. Yeah. The question is why. Uh, yeah. I think maybe it's the great responsibility of yeah. not only taking care of a business but taking care of the people that work in your practice. Yeah. Um, the financial risk. Um, other thing too, which I, 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 I've heard, I don't know if it's true. I don't think it's true, but I, some of the, let's say the older generation, the, the veterans of the profession will say that the, the new vets with big ear quotes around it don't have the work ethic. They don't want, they want to work a nine to five job and they were, they want to work 40 hours a week and leave their job at the, at the clinic. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen a whole lot of that, but could that be playing a role into why people don't want to become owners? Maybe. Um, I don't work that much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I work I hard, I but I don't yeah. know if I, I mean, work that much. Yeah. Why, why do you, why do you think that if, if that's, that generalization is true, uh, why it may be, I just want, I, I want more vets to be owners. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I think it's the, so in just doing the math from a, and I'm, I'm kind of in between. So I graduated what, 2006. Um, I don't consider myself an old fogey. Uh, I don't consider myself kind of, you know, 20 anymore either. Right. Right. Um, so, so I'm kind of, a you know, in between those two, uh, um, so to speak. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. I don't want to divide us, but in between those two camps, basically. Right. Um, right. And, you know, when I, so just from a math perspective, when I graduated, I graduated with uh, about 80K of debt. So that's yep. the 2006. That's before things got like out of control. Right. Right. Um, so that, you know, was, seemed like a ton of money at the time. Right. But the, the right. math made sense with my, what I was making. Um, uh, out first out of school um now with well my wife's a similar situation because she went to university of miami <laughs> and <laughs> and uh you know did a unpaid residency and you know so she had over i think it was like 250 yeah or something like yeah. that um so she was in a little different camp but um for the math these days it's what 150 plus probably 160 plus uh, that's the average, yeah, up average. to up to three hundred, yeah, yeah, right. So, yep. so even if you're making a hundred k a year, that math still doesn't work. No, um, no, yeah, which is, I mean, that's to say you could make a hundred k a year, so you're in the what at least top ten percent, right, right, and not able to make the math work. That's yeah, it's that's crazy. tough, right? That's yep. crazy. So. um so I want more veterinarians to get into ownership and maybe you do it as a group, right? Uh, maybe right. you get, you know, four, four or five of your buddies together to, to mitigate that risk. And, um, cause I don't know, I don't know how else to, I don't know how else to get those loans paid off. Right. Right. Um, at a hundred K a year, the, the loans aren't going to get paid off for 30 years. Right. Right. Um, exactly. So you got to yeah. do something else. I know people do real estate on the side. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I don't know. I think I forgot your question, Seth. I'm sorry. I got on my soapbox. <laughs> uh, 
What? I, why do I, I think they're not? Too. They not do it. Why? Yeah. Uh, why don't? Why don't more new graduates want to go in ownership? I don't know. It is the the headaches. I mean, uh, you know, as an owner, you don't get it. You're not part of that group that gets invited to the party altogether. Right. You're not. Right. You know, it's a different. You know, which for me and you know my lifestyle is totally fine with you know right better. right right <laughs> so, right yep. likewise uh, so that's fine with me um and you're um you know you're just in a different segment there so i think some people want to feel you know part of that group still right um, and i can I think, see two people say that they went to vet school to be a veterinarian not to be a business owner right you know looking at looking at it from sure. that side of the coin which i can understand totally obviously. okay yeah um, totally okay yeah yeah um I think people might be surprised how much money banks are willing to lend us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think people would be surprised how limited the risk is. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, uh, borrowing money to buy a building, uh, your collateral is probably the real estate. Right, It's, right. it's probably not your house. You're probably right. not betting right. your house. Right. Um, and if you fail, you can start over. But I mean... I'm a risk, you know, I consider myself a risk taker in business. Right. Um, right. But uh, I know a lot of people aren't. My wife is not. Yep. So, yep. Um, so I understand that mindset as well. Um, I, I think, uh, I don't know, fear of the unknown or more work or more headache. I don't know. I don't want to put words, words in yep. their mouth, but uh, uh, maybe time will tell. I mean, I don't see know. if it, see what continues to happen with, with our, our industry, which we, you know, I was going to, bring it up which we could go deep deep for hours and hours but the 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 corporatization um if if that may be hindering ownership as well where you have these these moderate to high producing practices that at one time would have been realistic for a private practitioner to purchase or buy into but now they have these these corporate consolidators coming in offering 5 to 7 times what someone like myself or or you could offer and it kind of takes us out of the out of the out of the ballpark you know in terms of what we can compete with i don't i don't know i haven't been around long enough to to know what that's like but um you know i again growing up in my own my own family's small business i would love to see more and more practices staying privately owned Um, i think there's a really good culture that comes with that and i think the the client services that come with that is, is really unique and special that I've heard sometimes gets lost when really big corporate companies come in and try to change the landscape of a practice. Again, I've never worked in one, uh, a corporately owned practice, and I haven't been in the industry long enough to really see the long-term effect, but um, definitely something I've been thinking about a lot lately in terms of what the, at least the small animal side of, of veterinary medicine is going to look like in I don't know, ten years. Yeah, yeah, and, you, and you've seen yeah. you've seen the transformation. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, just recently, uh, really, over the past you know five six years, really. Yeah, um, I, I think I, I'd love to hear what your listeners uh, and our listeners think about this uh, as well, because um, again, I I don't want it to be one of those things that divides us. I mean, we in we in vet med, there's so many things that divide us as a profession. I, I just don't right. want this to be one of those things. Um, I think there's room for, I think there's room for everybody to right. be successful, right. to be honest. Agreed. I think the positive, the really good news for us as a profession is that like, there's a reason a lot of people want in on what we do. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think, <laughs> you know, I think there's something to be said for that. Uh, right. I think, right. I think that's a nice compliment. Um, and I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of pros that come with, um, with corporatization. Uh, right. Right. You know, the, you know, healthcare, some people like the, the structure, um, you know, valuations or practices are going up. That's good for those yep. of us who own practices. That's good for the profession. Uh, that allows us to, you know, that trickles down and allows us to provide better, better medicine, build better facilities, um, pay people more money. Right. Uh, right. For God's sakes, get our tax paid more money, more money. Right. Like, yeah. Like, holy shit. For it, crying out loud. We need to do that. So, yeah. um, it, Offering healthcare, offering 401ks, making these, uh, you, know, you can hear my cadence getting into a soapbox. I'm sorry. So getting into <laughs> yeah, it's good. I like it. Um, you know, making these careers right, uh, is the, the short bit of it. So, so I don't think it's a bad thing. I think there's room for all of us to be successful. Um, I'm in a town with a, a number of different, uh, well, not as many soul not as many uh, veterinary owned practices anymore, but uh -huh. um, we have a mix of both. Uh, yeah. I think our community, some people that's really important to them that they're supporting a family business. Right. Um, right. And I think that's great. And some people want the, uh, I don't know if it's flexibility or whatnot to be able to go to, a, uh, you know, it's like Starbucks, you know what you're going to get. Exactly. You get a latte, you know exactly what it's going to be, whether it's, you know, on First Street or Tenth Street, right? Or right. First Street or Second Street, I should say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or First Street or First Street, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, and and some people value that. So I think there's, um, you know, I think there's so many, you know, you know, business nerd out. There's so many target markets uh, and niches out there, uh, right? Right. That I think there's room for everybody is the the short answer, and I, I just don't want it to be something that divides us. Yeah. No, totally. I couldn't. Have, yeah. Very well said. Um, I'm excited for you. I can't wait to see your practice. No, appreciate it. Me too. I'm excited to see my practice too. I don't know what it's going to be or when it's going to be or where, but it, it's going to be. So I love it. Hey, yeah, yeah. You're, you'll, you'll be very successful and I, I highly recommend it. Um, we haven't, <laughs> we just got kind of chatting. We haven't even talked about your, um, what are the plans for the podcast? Are you going to keep doing the podcast? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's my goal. I mean, my focus has been elsewhere, um, yeah. generally since, since I've been out of vet school, but, um, you know, trying to do it as much as I can. I think there's definitely still an audience for it. And, and I, I feel from the feedback I've gotten that, that a few people have gotten a lot of benefit out of it. So that's good. And that was yeah. kind of the idea was to just to provide some commentary and build a community for all the issues and, topics that vet students are uh are hit with and talking about so um you know if if, the, if a vet student comes along and says that they want to take it over i would 100 percent be open to that kind of pass the reins yeah um but no i mean I, I i was doing this in vet school not only again to build that community but also as a as a outlet and to get away from schoolwork um you know i was into this <laughs> uh <laughs> uh into the the nerdy side of like audio and creating things uh and it was fun um you know spend an hour a week just doing it and um you know it turned out it was pretty well re received so yeah 
yeah, I, I kind of feel bad that that I haven't had the time uh, or the focus to put into it after after being in practice now, but um, it's still really fun to do it. Right? Yeah. I just why, like a good I, story, and there's so many good stories out there. Yeah. Why? Why? Why did you get into it? Into podcasting? You know, it's a uh, part. I needed a creative outlet. Part I was unhappy and hurting. Uh, some yeah. self therapy, to be honest yeah. with you. Yep. Um, talk, talk and, it out. Yeah. And I just wanted to hear. I my hope was that I wasn't alone. Right. And when I was talking with people, it just, it just started with, I don't know if it started like this with you, but like just sitting down with my friends and recording it. Right. We, had, we didn't have a plan. We didn't have, I still don't. <laughs> as, as both of us just sit here kind of talking to right, each other. Just, I can right, tell neither right. one of us had a plan, right. but um, it, it, you know, just sit down recording it and kind of seeing, you know, just hearing people's stories yeah. and hopefully building community from that. Right. Uh, right. And, and then it just kind of, kind of evolved from there. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think That's I'd great. be doing it um much longer than, you know, a couple months and but then like yourself, like just you you're like, holy shit, people are listening to this. Right, right. Yeah. You can't I don't know if you said that, but I said that. <laughs> no, no. No, no. I, you know, as I saw the my uh you know, analytic numbers climb up of like, oh whoops, this is actually taking hold. <laughs> like yeah. I didn't um and then it goes back to the, you know, take this conversation full circle. You don't want to let people down. You know, I got to keep producing right. content. So, right. Um, right. Yeah. Luckily it's fun. So exactly. I really enjoy it. Yeah. And it's fun to meet people. I mean, I've met so many right. mentors and professionals and vet students and it's just fun to see and hear rather hear everybody's uh, backgrounds and goals and yeah, you learn a lot. It really is a small family, this that profession. It sure is. Super small. Almost too small. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good. I love it. Oh man, Seth. This has been fun. Yeah. I was gonna say, even with with no plan, a lot of these a lot I mean this one especially, but all the, the other ones I've done in this 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 way, the the organic conversations just they're they're good. It's Clutch. easy. Yeah. yeah. You're real yep. easy to talk to. Hey, I'm 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 a fan, and I'm excited to yeah, likewise. Excited to see what happens. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm hopefully going to follow in your footsteps with your success, and I wish I maybe I'll pre- my my clinic on the hill one day will allow doctors to wear jeans and hoodies into their exam room. You know, that'd be amazing. I I, I joke about it, but it's when I started um, stop worrying about what everybody else thought and just started being me and all of my right, flaws right. and all of my little quirks. Right. That uh, the people who were into that just really grabbed onto it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm sure yeah. that your clients love you for that. Like that's why, not that's not the only reason why they come to you, but that is why they love you as as your vet, is that you're, you, 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 you portray your, your style and your, your brand and your persona, and I'm sure that's what they love it. I think they know they're not getting any bullshit. Right. Right. And, you know, they know I'm flawed and they know I'm going to come in and say, ah, oh, you know what? I messed that up. We shouldn't have done that. This yeah. is what we should do. Right. Or, um, you know, how many times I say, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I saw a chylus effusion in a dog this week. I've never seen that before. I've seen it in a book. I've seen it in cats, but I've never seen a dog before. Yep. And, uh, it, you know, I was getting all these questions uh, to a, you know, 
great couple I've known for a long time. And I said, I have no idea. I don't know. Right. I'm going to find out for you. Like I'm going to yep. get somebody smarter than me to figure this out, but I don't know. Yeah. 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 Cli- Turns I, I've found that clients really yeah. appreciate that. I, I've, I've had a few, well, many, many instances where I've said, you know what? I think I know what's going on. I'm pretty confident, but I want to have someone else, a, a senior doctor, take a look. Yeah. I'm like, well, thank you. I really, you know, yeah. I really value saying that, that you want a second opinion for yourself. And I, I, I was being self-conscious when I've said that. Cause I like, well, maybe they're going to think I'm not confident or that I'm not, uh, skilled, but it was actually the complete opposite. I think that they really saw it as a, as a great thing that we were doing for, for the patient. Yeah. It's become a, uh, a human to human relationship uh, at the risk of selling like uber cheesy. Yeah. Uh, it, it's become a human human relationship where I, not a doctor, uh, I don't know, doctor way up here. I'm putting my hands right. up and, right. you know, other human way right. down here. Exactly. I'm my hands yeah. down. Yeah. So I don't know that I joke about it, but it's that's when that's when I started to get. That's when my success really started to, to steamroll. Yeah, that's great. I don't know. Cool. Maybe that'll backfire someday. <laughs> <laughs> doubtful. Doubtful. <laughs> well, I guess, well, yeah. I guess the, the, my last thought for you: you have any advice for uh, for the vet students out there in the thick of things, and maybe thinking, "Man, this this life is hard." The vet school life, I mean. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, I remember it being hard. I remember, you know, I've definitely thought, man, this day is hard, but this life is pretty damn awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I've definitely had those thoughts. Right, uh, right. And I I think I've gotten better at uh, celebrating the wins more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, you see 15, 20 patients a day and you fix 19 of them, but one right. is just really sticking with you. Yeah. And you're like, oh man, I don't know. It's like playing hockey and you, you, you don't remember the goals that you made, but you remember that one that you missed on the empty right. net or something like right. that. Right. Uh, right. So, you know, that kind of thing, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think we got to get better at as far as, you know, being in vet school, what advice would I give you for those hard days, man? Try to just know that you're not alone. Know that you've got help. Know that your your classmates are going through this with you. Right. You've got a community together with you. These are classmates that you're maybe you're in the barn with a arm up a cow's ass and a foot in a pile of shit, and you're like you just that's that's the part that you reminisce and you just right. laugh about. Right. Right. <laughs> when when you guys meet up at a class reunion. Totally. So. Um, so all those hard times, I, I I definitely look back. Not all of them. Uh, there's there's some of them that were um, I don't look back on fondly. But yep. um, there's definitely ones that I've grown from and learned from. And nobody gets through through vet school without having a bad day. Right. I mean, I maybe they do. I don't know. But I I sure as hell didn't. Um, well, I was gonna say it may be a little bit pessimistic of me, but uh, if you make it if you're making it through vet school and you're not having any bad days, you're probably not doing it right. Right. Yeah. And going back to that failing thing, you, you got to fail to, to yeah. succeed. Yeah. So it, my advice would be to lean on your friends. You're not alone. Try hard. And this profession has been really good to me and my wife. It's 
It's been really good to us. It's good uh, to hear. And I, I'm actually really optimistic for, uh, uh, I think this generation, uh, again, not putting an age group or anything on it, just, you know, whoever's graduating in the next five to 10 years or just graduated. Um, right. I, th I think that you guys have it together better than our generation did because you've got, we're talking about the things that, um, I'll just speak for me that made it hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. And we weren't talking about those things. Um, at least I wasn't, um, maybe people were, at least I wasn't at the time. I just thought that was normal to feel shitty about yourself certain times. Right. <laughs> Right. No, I know. I, I think that that's the way it was. You just didn't. Yeah. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't as openly discussed. It was almost yeah. taboo. I don't. I don't. That, yeah. That's kind of the gist I get. Yeah. Lean on your tribe. You can do it. You're in the best profession. Like you said, uh, so many people want to do what we do. Right. Foster those relationships. Be yourself, man. I know. Again, it's super cheesy, but yeah. Yeah. No, it's turning into a lifetime movie. I know. Right. Yeah, it's good though. It's a good movie. I like <laughs> yeah, this movie yeah. so far. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I'm not ready for it to end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Seth. This has been fun, man. So cool yeah, getting it. Amazing. Out yeah, yeah. Definitely want to keep up with your story and um, learning from you. Love your podcast. Likewise. Um, Same. So, no, I'm, I'm very glad we did this. Finally. Finally. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so glad. So worth it. Thanks. Definitely. Seth. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. One more huge thank you to Dr. John Arnold for sharing his amazing insight and really great stories today. You absolutely must check out his podcast, Podcast Avet. It's available wherever you get your podcasts and also on podcastavet.com. He has tons of amazing guests uh, on every single time to talk about super relevant and really important topics relating to really all areas of veterinary medicine. Really, really good stuff. And last, but certainly not least, thank you so much for listening to the Vet School Unleashed podcast. If you like the podcast, please feel free to leave me a review. Reviews are a great way to spread the word about the podcast. For resources and more information about the podcast, please check us out at www.vetschoolunleashed.com or find me on Instagram at Dr. Seth the Vet or on Facebook. You can also connect with me via email at seth at vetschoolunleashed.com. I would love to hear your thoughts on today's podcast and any ideas for future topics. So thanks again, and we will talk to you next time on Vet School Unleashed, Dissecting the DVM.